Ultra. Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we have analyzed the Back to the Future trilogy one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm the commanders in the news. And today we are continuing our, uh, our, our one week long look at Back to the Future, the ride. And uh, today we're going to be talking about the outside queue, uh, basically the footage that you would be watching while you were waiting in line outside in the Florida summer heat and joining us uh, to talk about this, uh, just this, this terrible development of waiting in line for uh, possibly an entire day. How long are we going to be here? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Joining us from uh, my co-host from Spider-Man Minute, Zach Luna. Hey everybody. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, uh, past guest of our show, our very first four-time returning champion, Woo! Four. Chris That's O'Connor. Appropriate it's number. It's yeah. kind of like, and I don't mean this disparagingly, but it's when... Whenever Alec Baldwin hosts SNL, <laughs> they always they always say uh, like... They they always say like and it's his record like fifteen and I'm like it's it's always gonna be the record <laughs> every time he hosts it's gonna be the new record so like it it it's always like a little no, I'm not saying it's like that with you but like I, it, it reminded me of that a smoking jacket or uh or like the the special like fifteen oh yeah the five timers club yeah five timers yes. club all right yeah five timers club <laughs> there's not gonna well, be a fifth need, time. I guess you need a, you need a fifth podcast that I can pop onto that's right yeah. Yeah, there you and go. Then we can send, and then you can send me a smoking jacket. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Plans are laid. Yeah. For all, all the right. smoking. Well, there we go. Um, I, I didn't realize this was the queue line video we watched. I was just like, you sent me the video. I was like, this is part of the ride, I guess. Perfect sense. This, this is a lot of like sitting, sitting, watching a video for this ride. Okay. Like, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is, this is you what you would that was on the ride. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> oh, cool. Wait, 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 Chris, have oh you been God. on the ride? I have not been on the ride, but it is very clear that would not be the footage on the ride. <laughs> okay, cool. So I don't go on rides, so I have no idea what's appropriate or not for like something like, exciting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You think? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I just went with it. It was fun. Like I had fun. It's like this is a big intro. They got like a long you intro. Had a lot of fun like, with the, the the four like security cams following people walking around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, okay. We'll so, yeah. so 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 like before we before we get to that, um, I I made you guys uh watch a video that we discussed um yesterday as well but i i just i gotta i mean it is it is just such a it is just such a (laughs) stupid joy to watch this dumb video that i have to talk to everybody about it um (laughs) but uh yeah you do think we didn't talk about it enough yesterday (laughs) i don't think nick i don't think we'll ever be able to talk about it enough (laughs) to be totally honest i think i can talk about it enough (laughs) Uh, so of course we're talking about, uh, the video that we brought up yesterday, the video of doc Brown traveling to the future of 1990 to get uh, footage of the opening of universal studios, Orlando, and, uh, basically selling 
you know, the opening of Universal Orlando to uh, Flor- Floridian tourists. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, well, I, I, for, okay. So I think we can kind of we can kind of figure out what Chris thinks of it. Um, but uh, but Zach, I, it seems like you hold a similar opinion. Uh, to it's, yeah. it's so dumb, but it's so You're so, so nice. You're so nice. <laughs> You're the glorious. nicest nice that ever nice. It's so, it's so fun, though. Oh, my I God. Mean, how, can you not, how can you not love Doc in, in the raft moving <laughs> his head to the Jaws theme looking for the shark? <laughs> oh, God. So I've been slimed. No, uh, no, it's not slime. Ah, I believe the parlance is slimed. Oh, no. it just—it's the commitment to the bit. I think is what like wins me over. Like it's a really dumb, like corporate piece of like I don't know, like per, per selling your product or whatever. But actresses, it's acting? so charmingly done. Like like. This would not work if you had anybody else but um, Christopher Lloyd doing it, I think. Actually, yeah, yeah, Yeah. Chris did just remind me of another extremely bizarre moment (laughs) where uh, where like these two like, you know, attractive Hollywood actresses walk past and Doc kind of like, like kind of (laughs) is never the most the most sexless character maybe in cinema (laughs) history up to. Up to this point, I guess I guess three hadn't uh, happened yet, but I just remember that being like super, super not Doc. Out of character, it, it, it made like, me what? laugh a lot. I also love that they're trying to sell it as, as, as if like it's a yeah. real working movie studio. Like they shoot real like TV shows stuff. As if they're like murder she wrote here. As if Universal <laughs> Orlando is like to Florida. As if it's like Pinewood Studios or something. Oh man, yeah. oh, I love it. It's uh, they they shot for to the best of my knowledge they shot uh some Nickelodeon stuff there. Yeah, uh, makes perfect sense. They shot Swamp Thing, the TV yeah. show. There. That also makes perfect sense. <laughs> and and they shot uh let's see what else. Uh they shot Psycho 4 there. Mm, um, okay. which was the the direct to the direct to uh the TV movie uh yeah. sequel. Oh. Um which they shot there. And then uh, the last thing to ever be shot at Universal Orlando was, of course, Sharknado 3. Oh, yes. Like anyone would assume so. Uh, right. <laughs> so That's amazing. You know. um, Did you guys know? Was, wait, here, so how long yes. were they shooting there? Like how, how, that, that thing ran for like 20 years? Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but just not very often. Like people didn't shoot there very often, uh, but it, it did happen occasionally. Yeah. You know, uh, but in any event, <laughs> any um, of it, I got, I was charmed yeah. by the, yeah, that like that sort of soft, like selling of like, yeah, no real working movie studio, which not that it's not one. Directors directing. Directors directing, <laughs> actors acting. Uh, Cause not that it's not one and not that stuff wasn't shot there. Like, Sharknado or whatever but I love how how clearly they're trying to just like slide in that this is exactly 100% universal Hollywood that this is mm-hmm. you know the studio you know the studio from Hollywood now it's here in Florida on the other side of the country yeah where we shoot stuff and <laughs> it so much a of- piece of real estate <laughs> yeah, that's also like- a swamp so, so much of it gave me like flashbacks to when I worked at Universal Studios Hollywood oh, yeah. for one um 
for one summer for a month uh, because it takes a month to train you. And then I worked one day and I got fired. It's great. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? I How did you get fired? What did you do? I didn't really do much of anything. They just they have a weird like reality TV show type approach to hiring oh, the um, tour guides. The first voted off the island. Yeah, where like they 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 bring in a bunch of people for like the initial round and then they start to slowly cut you down as they go. And then their assumption is like That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, cuz like people just kept dropping out like they said, "You have the job. Let's start training. We're going to cut you while we're training." Okay. Uh and their assumption was by the time by the end of the 3 weeks when they've been cutting people for not like being enough of a, you know, knowledgeable proper tour guide human uh mm -hmm. that by the end they'll have the right number and they got to the mm -hmm. end with our class and they're like your class has done better than any group we've had we're gonna hire a larger number than we've ever you all officially made it through that's great and then like the week later i guess somebody was like no wait we can't actually hire all of them so then they just axed <laughs> like three of us uh and i was one of the people that got the axe but at any they rate drew, they drew straws you got I the short one I don't know. It was just, it was really absurd, but I did get to like learn an awful lot about Universal Studios during my preparation for the job I didn't really have. Like I did, I gave a couple tours. I had one day where mm -hmm. I gave tours. Um, but the, what I found like super charming about this was that they literally recreated all of the same stuff that they have at uh, Universal Hollywood, even though they really wouldn't have to. Like there's a earthquake ride. It's not really a ride. Like you, you go it's in the tour. And you go into like a uh, what looks like a soundstage, like we're going to take you inside a Hollywood soundstage. And you go in there and you're sitting on your tram and they explain this soundstage is set up to look like a, a subway station in, you know, New York City or D.C. or whatever. And then all of a sudden it starts shaking apart and like water crashes and it's like, oh, no, an earthquake is happening for real to us for real. But don't worry, it's God, just why, fake because of, of movie magic. <laughs> and it's a very cheesy like. You know, not. I wonder if anybody's ever been on that ride and then a real terrible earthquake happens. Oh God! But like that would be kind of amazing, That'd right? <laughs> but just that. I uh, I want when I went to go see the day after tomorrow uh, oh. on a Friday on a Friday night in a sold out audience. Uh -huh. uh, we we walked out and then the second that the group the first wave of people walked out of the theater, it started raining and oh. someone screamed. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Fantastic. But I, I think what my like point I was aiming at was that it's not a good ride, that earthquake thing, but it's at <laughs> Universal Hollywood because it's always been there. So when they made the Florida one, they could have just made a good earthquake ride, but they, they just like, copied the Goldsman. Impeccably, yeah, impeccably. They had, they had, the, they had the plans, so yeah. they just took the plans out and remade it. <laughs> Well, the thing you have to keep in so mind, are, Zach, is yeah. that again, this is 1990. Sure, so are all the rides <laughs> the same? Like from 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 uh, the one in California to the one in Florida, is it just the same? It's exactly. Place? Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. It's exactly the same. Exactly. That's, that's the same. so. No, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the it's the same. It doesn't. It's not there now. None of these rides are there now. Oh, really? Um, because yeah, the only, still here. Yeah. the only one that's still there is E.T. That's the only ride from, you know, the original batch that still exists. Yeah, uh, that's because he goes see him now. He's not it. he's not the same way that he was. It's actually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's seen some E.T.'s heart's um, not in it anymore. Yeah. Oh, there's an anger oh, there that wasn't there before. Oh, boy. Um, um, shows up late to set. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just I love I just love tourist doc. I think. 
I think we should have more things with like tourist doc. In yeah, there. you know, it, it is kind of a shame that there was never like a like a postcards from Doc thing on PBS. Yeah, I can only we'll assume postcards from Doc in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I can only assume that uh, when. Uh, he was paid for going to the future to get this footage of Universal Studios that he used that as a down payment to start the Institute of Future Technology. There we go. Mm-hmm. That's a transition. That was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so, They're better when you don't point them out. Uh, yeah, probably, but that's not my job. Zach's <laughs> <laughs> so, like, job is isn't from- to not point things out. <laughs> um, <laughs> look at that segue roll by. It's fast. <laughs> Cleanly done. Cleanly done. <laughs> Ten points. Um, so uh, the Institute of Future Technology, uh, we are introduced uh, to, you know, we, we've, we have walked into the Institute of Future Technology. We are mm. welcomed by Heather, a PR rep for the company, who is played by none other than Darlene Vogel, who also played uh, Leslie Spike O'Malley in Back to the Future Part 2. Whoa! Okay. Who was part of uh, Griff Tannen's gang? The uh, the oh. one who says he ain't got the scroat. Oh. <laughs> this was after her her reassignment program by uh, <laughs> by Citizen Brown. No, this would have been uh, this is this is Heather, and and the uh, the fan theory is that Heather's last name is O'Malley, and Spike is her daughter, because that would have been 2015, and this is oh. 1991. So the math basically checks out like if she's pregnant right now. Right now. Um yeah. yeah. That kind of yeah. works. So which I think we all saw knocked up and found out that that was that was completely possible for a professional anchor person to do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, of course. <laughs> you know, the fact the fame documentary knocked up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, she introduces, uh, she says on behalf of our founder and chief inventive officer. <laughs> That's nice. That's fun. I do not like the idea of Doc running a corporation. <laughs> no. I'm just he, I'm just getting I'm watching some better call. I'm watching a lot of better call Saul right now and <laughs> I'm just I'm just he's basically Chuck. I can imagine a situation where Doc Brown has to answer to a board of directors that, you know, when things are going well, they take the company <laughs> and throw out from under him. Mm-hmm. And he'll say, "I built this company." Oh, you know, uh, sa- sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> I fell off the toilet for you. <laughs> I uh, but the the uh the title of chief inventive officer is interesting because I don't I mean I tried to look up it's very hard to Two find weeks. it's very hard to find the history of titles um but uh <laughs> the the concept of the Chief creative officer, I'm fairly certain is a made up thing that they made up in the past like 10 years or so. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't well, certainly I don't think it was yeah. a thing prior to that. Titles are a thing that corporations love to use to sort of like make people feel like they're accomplishing more without actually having to pay them or give them anything. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I I'm know. I'm C I'm COO of dueling genre, and I know that's not even a real thing. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um technically it's you're not real. you still have to buy into the company <laughs> oh that's right i still need to do that, uh, to do that. you don't uh, have a stake <laughs> so <laughs> what if i just what if i'm like cut to like i'm like 58 
and I'm just like doing my taxes and I'm just like, oh shit, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot. Yeah, so um, I, I like that they gave him uh I, I, I like the idea that he's called chief inventive officer because I I think that he would be he's founder. And I think that he would have been president or C- CEO or whatever. Um, but I think he was like, I don't want to spend all my time in the boardroom. I want to, I want to invent things. I don't want to be the CEO. I want to be the CIO. <laughs> <laughs> it was like how Disney like calls all their engineers Imagineers when uh-huh. they're working on the theme parks. Right? Yeah, there's something yep, kind yep, of yep, yep. kind of fun about that. Yeah, yeah, it's it. pretty good. Why he'd do that? Yeah. Well, the, Im- the Imagineers wasn't just the engineers; it was also like the puppeteers and like the makeup artists, and yeah. it's basically everybody. It's like the, a catch-all term for oh. all the artists that work on on their stuff. I thought it was, isn't that's it? That's even cooler. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought it was for for everybody who works mm-hmm. on making the park. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know it was that. I thought it was just the engineers got a fancy term. That's better. I like it. Good. <laughs> Over at Apple, they're called protein sacks. <laughs> <laughs> They're geniuses, Nick. They're geniuses. <laughs> this is from our top blood bags in Sector C. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so then we move on to uh, a portion of the of the footage, which is that um, they they made this cue footage, and the lines for the ride were so long uh, because this ride was so insanely popular that they actually had to go and create new sort of like BS footage to add to the, to the loop to sort of thus the security footage. lengthen it out. Yeah. So we have, we have the security footage first. That's the first thing that comes up, which is literally just a bunch of guy, a bunch of guys in hard hats cosplaying as doc Brown running around with Walking metal detectors, around. detecting, looking for something. Yeah. I, I was like, did something happen in that sequence that I was supposed to catch? They're just like walking around. I don't. I, what? Well, you're supposed to be walking past it, right? You're not supposed to be like focusing on it, right? That's true. right. Yeah, yeah. not like, too much. I guess. I guess. Well, no. Like, wouldn't the um, w- wouldn't the sort of lines be set up in those sort of like um, zigzag sort of squares? Yeah, yeah. Where you're sort of in the same pen kind of for a long for a time, yeah. and you would be looking at like they'd have like small monitors around and maybe a big monitor on a wall. Mm-hmm. So you 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 would get to see it all. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna be there for like 40 minutes or something. Right. So yeah, you would see this loop, uh, probably three three to four times waiting to get on the Ugh. on the ride. Um. God. So theme parks. So the one thing that I did want to point out though about this uh, additional footage of the of the security <laughs> stuff is, uh-huh. um, I I I think so. They're all sort of rushing around looking for something. And they've yeah. got for, these, for our listeners, just imagine the first level of Goldeneye. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sure. It's just a four-way, oh, like four-player split screen. Yeah. And just people exactly. running. That's, yeah. that's exactly what this is. This looks like that level, like in the bridge. Wow. That's, great. that's fantastic. Good pull, Nick. Good pull. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're all running Clop. around with uh with a with a metal detector, but they're 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 like uh, kind of aiming the de- metal detector all over the place. It really does look like they're looking for something. And so I wonder if this is supposed to be the sort of initial in like, uh, like the, our, our initial clue that something is awry at. Right. Right. That's true. Yeah. So something yeah. is awry. They're looking for something. Something's missing. <laughs> something's out of place. 
or as ah. we'll come to find out, someone. Um, oh. and perhaps they are looking for uh, that person. And uh, maybe these are some sort of like temporal, you know, like temporal detector something, something like, yeah. you know, some kind of it detects some, some sort of energy field coming off of someone who doesn't belong here. Maybe I buy sure. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be. Oh, that'd be this cool. one is outside of time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not the one who's out of time. Uh, sorry. Uh, nah, nah. Uh, the <laughs> I. It's like it feels like Jurassic Parky. Mm -hmm. You know, like uh, <laughs> something's gone wrong. We don't quite sure. Like, uh, the, yeah, the danger is brewing. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I Time just, trouble. What could go wrong? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't Whatever know. it is, it already happened. I don't yeah. know why they're all in the basement level. That's what I like. There's one shot of an office setting, um, or or like a lab laboratory sort of hallway setting. But everything else is in like a a sub sub basement level, uh, and then a stairwell. But it's all like you know. Cement Maybe the whole everywhere. institute looks like that. Maybe the whole yeah, it probably institute. all just looks like that. Have you ever seen like uh, images from uh, CERN, from CERN, and like the uh, the the huge oh, like the large the hadron collider? Oh, like if it's yeah. an industrial setting, if the whole place is like set up for experimentation and for like sort of heavy science, like hard science stuff, you know, it's not gonna be uh, like why bother making it like a, a white walled sort of hospital space? You know, well, it also kind of reminds science me of after science. Uh, well, <laughs> Wait, what? I said Aperture Science from from oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh for my sure. goodness, you could for remake sure. this video with the uh, you know the Aperture like that that yeah. that voice. Mm -hmm. That'd be good. Yeah, get J.K. Simmons back and have him. Man, they <laughs> should somebody somebody Stop should lock there. down Portal for a ride concept of some sort. Oh yeah, that'd oh, be crazy. Yeah. Um. So then we get this really just atrociously boring minute and a half or 45 seconds yeah, showing the yeah, building of, of footage that we've already oh yeah that yeah that the, the 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 yeah and then the we 1990 or yeah 1989 when was this made 1990 and then it opened in 91 so uh so 1990 cgi yeah. of a building of the building like you're waiting in line outside of um, <laughs> and God. it's, uh, and, and then we go into this, this section. Wait, so this is what the outside of the ride looked like when you were, when you and your dad were walking towards it, it looked like this building. Yeah. Yeah. Just not like a, not like a oh. CG grid, but yeah, that's what it looked like. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It was a real physical building. Right. Yeah. I feel like I'm going back through like where my, where like my dad used to go when he was, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with like putting myself in Scott's shoes. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> And like, what was he doing? What was he thinking when when this part was happening? Um, yeah, no, this is this is what the building looked like. I mean, it was it was it was uh, decorated uh, much more flamboyantly than the CGI uh, building is. But but yeah, I mean, it's mm -hmm. it's basically like the color with the with the green and yellow bars and the orange bars and then the the building because this this green awning area this is the line this is the external line you're just not seeing people okay. standing there. Um, the, the little, the little gray partitions at the front, that's the entrance to the ride. And then you go in there and you get into the winding line. That's going to go all around the building. Um, so Amazing. yeah, so th that's, that's Aww. what this is. The CG model is, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they just pulled this out of some sort of concept animatic or something for the ride itself and just used it. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. 
We have the assets. Yeah, they probably just pulled off the facades or whatever. Um, But in any event, uh, we we go into what is... I, I can't imagine. It only happens once in the footage that we have access to here. But I can't imagine this isn't... This wasn't repeated like... like a dozen times throughout this footage, um, which is that it goes around the building. It goes into an experimental building. It finds an employee and then it tells you about an experiment they're in the middle of. Um, Oh, right. The weird, like showing all their, all like their mug shots. Yeah. Yeah. And their stats. That really really reminded me like of a, like an early nineties, like MS DOS based computer Mm -hmm. game where you're like picking something like the suspect or something. I don't know. It kind of of felt like Carmen Sandiego. I was just going to say that. Absolutely. In the world is Uh, Doc Brown. So we meet, we meet Stephen Marble PhD who is in the middle of, uh, inventing. (laughs) That's a fake. When you say it all in one go Steven like that, Marble. I'm, I'm Dr. Stephen Marble, PhD. It sounds like a 30 rock. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Stephen Marble. Um, uh, What's your PhD in, Marble? <laughs> Granny. He has apparently taken the... What? Okay, so I love this because the it's such weird backwards thinking, but the idea is that he is making a hover bike, <laughs> which... Is apparently is I guess like the next, uh, like like an upgraded hover hoverboard. So like you have the hoverboard, yeah, and then you know, like the- like, how, like how a bike was created as a as an improvement <laughs> right. on the skateboard. Yeah, exactly. That's why it, it's so weird. It's such a weird thing. Uh, but it is capable of thirty eight miles per hour. Uh, so there's that. Maybe it's less like bicycle version and more like motorcycle. But for, like That's maybe, need maybe go, hovering need to go could, a hell of a lot faster than 38 miles per hour then oh sure yeah no definitely they're they're not done this is bad but uh like <laughs> if they're trying Marble's to not even to, a real doctor <laughs> yeah if they're trying to get to 2015 <laughs> hovercrafts like maybe well i guess no they could already do hover conversions whatever i don't know if this the ride takes well, place in 1990. Well, here's here's the, the thing. It, well, it, it's 1991, but here here's the thing. So okay. we're gonna get into this yeah. because there's a lot of things that I have questions about the continuity <laughs> of events. Uh, because as we go into the next bit, um, we get the Institute of Future Technology logo again, uh, which is like straight mm-hmm. out of like a 1980s AT and T uh kind of logo thing uh which is which is pretty fun yeah. yes it looks like like the origin like uh like again like sierra mm-hmm. video games the those sort of mm-hmm. like very simple uh cgi mm-hmm. things it, 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 it fits it, it definitely fits right into back to the future part two though Babylon oh, yeah. Five. Yeah. yeah Babylon five yeah um so we uh we start going into what is essentially a clip show about the first movie um, yeah. and, and then, and then we sort of get, we get a little, little bits of the second and third as well, as we discover that, mm-hmm. uh, apparently the, 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 the movie was some sort of, uh, recreation of, of the, <laughs> of this historic, yeah, this event. historical yeah. event, Scott, I believe that I, I, I believe the term is historical documents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, uh, the DeLorean <laughs> time machine, as it says, was, uh, unveiled to the world. By Doc Brown okay. in the year 1985. 
Okay, so I get like in the sh- in the movies and like in popular culture how we call the time machine the DeLorean because you know it's on a DeLorean car. Yeah. But if you have your Institute of Future Technology, why on earth would you call your groundbreaking, humanity changing this? You know, history doesn't matter. Like super invention, why would you name it after the car, the failed car company from like yeah. Ireland? <laughs> like, why would you call it the DeLorean time machine? Why would you okay. give that guy's name the dignity? Head cannon. <laughs> Head cannon. This is me in full on George Lucas. Like, All right, like, do it more. Like, All right, George, mode. blew my do mind. In Give the me the mini Koreans. The Institute of Future Technology uh, purchased and acquired DeLorean. There you yeah. go. Nailed it. And absorbed. Yep. And absorbed it. it. Okay. Yeah. And now any of their kept- non time machine like uh, vehicles are so popular because of the time machine stuff that it's still. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like Done. that. Um, all right all right so yeah we and we get so so they they basically uh, you know set up that like uh you know doc brown his greatest achievement was the flux capacitor and you have the the scene from back to the future where doc is explaining how the flux capacitor works um this is this is a very close to the the section uh that chris actually guested on um yeah exactly and we talked about like the problems with this time machine and like as this goes on like it gets into sort of some some, some of the stuff yeah, yeah. like the birth of christ i still i still i god i still get such a kick out of the i just december 25th year zero yeah. uh, <laughs> what, do you, what do you what do you even think that means doc <laughs> And well, and it's just so ridiculous because like you're in a theme park. Why are you using Jesus jokes in your theme park? Because yeah. it's 1990. It doesn't I matter. Guess. Yeah, yeah. No, they they also really sidestep over the whole like d- one kid almost had sex with his well, mom, and, they, and, they, and then they sidestep over the Libyans. The Libyans they edit very oh, carefully around the Libyans out of this section of the movie. Well, technology would prefer not to leave out Doc Brown's like plutonium stealing. Yeah. yeah, they also <sighs> say nothing about the wealth that he inherited from the Von Braun's. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's not German. He's not. He's not German. He's not German. He's not German. Oh, oh, not I German. see. I see. Yes. Operation Paperclip? It's, nope, 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 nope. Brown. Um, uh, I believe that there's, in this section, I believe there's a clip from a deleted scene uh, in which... Yeah, with the horses? No, with the with the tuning fork. Um, oh. Like, I didn't even super see that. Subtle. Yeah, like, like oh. Doc, Doc kind of like using a tuning fork, like clipping the tuning fork on the back of the DeLorean. I don't remember I, that from the... I, it, it's in the script, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that they bother to say his greatest invention, the time, you know, the time machine bit. I'm like, okay, wait a second. But <laughs> is there anything else he could invent that would be as, as like world changing, universe changing? He, he as created a time two special machine. little boys. <laughs> Good point. Uh, he, he was going to dismiss my it. And then strings. he's like, I'm a father. I can't dismiss that. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, <laughs> so is it is it just me or does this video, uh, does the Institute of Future Technology uh, give Doc maybe a little too much credit for going to the future and, and purchasing a hover conversion for the DeLorean? 
Look at this. Look at what he did. Look at what he invented by going to the future and buying it where it's readily <laughs> yeah. available. But maybe it's at yeah, least they, like proof positive for skeptics. They're like, wait, how on earth did he get that tech? And they're like, man, he went to the future. Got it. Like, I have really mixed emotions about this kind of like Andrew Temporal Ryan appropriation. Of, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like exalting of like kind of this deification of Doc. It almost feels By a the little sweat subversive. of his brow. It almost feels a little subversive in the way that like it kind of feels like in the way that when you go to Disneyland, like no one wants to talk about how Walt Disney like sold out employees that he knew on a first and last name basis for being communists. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, you know, but like and that's fine, but it, it just I don't know. It almost know feels a little bit. <laughs> no, but like, it's history. Like oh, there's nothing okay. we can yeah, do yeah. about it. Like it, it, we have to look at the whole picture. Exactly, but yeah. it, it is a little weird seeing this kind of airbrushing over this like beloved kooky character <laughs> that we all know. Like he was a uh, he was born with a brain fully capable of thought and speech, and he taught his parents how to read. Well, well, my... never mind how he got the power for his uh, you know time experiments. <laughs> yeah, so his family all died in a fire. It doesn't matter. Yeah, none of it matters. Well, my favorite. Did he in My favorite part of this whole thing is that when when they're talking about um. They, they start talking about, oh, and there's all kinds of different terrain that the DeLorean needs to work for. And, oh my, and it's, okay, like, yeah. it's like, yeah, so you've got the hovering in the future, and then you go to the past, and you got to get through the desert or the railroad. And I'm like, <laughs> why wouldn't you just, just hover? Just hover. Yeah, hover. Just, just hover. Hover everyone. That's the only way it's going to work. In fact, the wheels that you have in 1985 are no good when you go back more than like 150 yeah. years. They're useless. We talked about that on yes. the minutes. Yeah. I mean, the, man, yeah. tires had a really short half life at the end. <laughs> well, and, and, and just like you know, obviously they are they have their hands tied making this video because they only have footage from the three movies. But yeah. <laughs> but it's just such a like a goofy montage of oh, okay, so the instances you have are the three instances no. of history in which we were in the movies. <laughs> Like that's yeah that's, okay and yeah, two of them are no, from the same be, period. <laughs> they were lazy. To be fair, they were though, so lazy. To be fair, the 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 moment when they play those clips and then the music comes in is the first time when I was watching this video and I was like, oh, I can't wait to ride this ride. <laughs> like that was the first time. Oh, yeah, it yeah. actually like you know worked on a subliminal me- level. I was like, oh, <sighs> like okay, this music yeah. works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the music is great. That's good. Uh-huh. But like just to to underscore how lazy this is. How hard would it have have been for them to get the flying DeLorean model and just put it over green screen of like the Coliseum? I mean, come on. You could have had it fly You're anywhere. You're totally right, because as we'll see later in this footage, they had no problem putting another thing on green screen. That's right. That's absolutely right. So we'll, but save it, oh, save it. God. We'll get there in a second. Okay. Um, first, yeah. that would have been amazing though. Just seeing, like, imagine like a painting of of the nativity, uh, but then you just see like uh, the so Lord much better the than star. Than... The star they uh, followed was brown because The funniest thing about the about the the zero 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 December twenty fifth AD thing is that. We yeah. we in, in the, the ride in the ride itself we go back to the Cretaceous period and the Ice Age, both of which are before zero 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 AD. And so it's it's such a weird thing to to call back to because it poses a lot of questions about the ride you're about to go on. Um, 
But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you, Chris. I think they should have just, just had like some cheesy, like images, like, you know, like the, um, like the first episode of, uh, they could have just been like still. Yeah. Right. Like the first episode of, of the, the doctor who reboot, um, where the guy is like showing her photos of the doctor through history and he's at like the assassination of JFK and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, one thing that I, that I did notice that kind of made me. In hindsight, I'm like, oh, those movies really were. I kind of like how that this little montage is what happens if you cut out all of the personal character stuff <laughs> and go back to the future. <laughs> it really is just a car going back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so uh, we then move on to a uh, incoming sub ether transmission. Um, yes. uh, from, 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 right. from our favorite, uh, our favorite, uh, time travel scientist there is nonsense. Um, Dr. Emmett Brown. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. He has, I'm getting mad mystery science theater 3000, like old school mystery science theater 3000 vibes from this whole video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. so yeah. it's made on the same. <laughs> yeah. So yes. here, here's the thing that I, I, I love about, about this, uh, this moment. So, when you're watching it the first time through, you're just like, yeah, okay. So he's, he's in the car and he's, he's talking to us. Okay, cool. And then later in the, in, in this uh, section, we're going to talk about, he does another one of these uh, sub ether transmissions. And he mentions mm-hmm. that he has hacked a hover cam uh, to follow him around uh, that he can, he can uh, talk to and hover cams were um, as we talked about in part two, they were the uh, news cameras that were like running around. Cause there were no journalists oh, in the future. Drones. It was just a, yeah, it was just a, just a, uh, <clears throat> you know, a reporter camera drone DJI was just like flying gosh. around. And so he has hacked one of those. And so now knowing what, there can be no journalistic bias if the journalists are exactly. robots. Oh God! Um, <laughs> but but if we if we take into account that he says that he has hacked a hover cam and this is a hover cam, that means he this thing is just flying on the outside of the DeLorean as he's driving, blocking his yeah, view. Yeah, blocking his view. He gets in. All, he almost gets in three wrecks. Why is he even manually driving the thing? If they have flying cars, the thing should just be on autopilot. And also, why are there skyways? Why on earth would you all just fly in a line together? Yeah. People, you just, you pit in your coordinates, you go straight there. You're never going to get more than a couple hundred feet from another flying vehicle. It's insane. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Minority Report kind of cracked that code, I think. (laughs) (laughs) With the self-driving cars. But no, this is insane. Is he driving in the wrong lane? It seems I that guess. way. Yeah, people keep swerving around him. I think he keeps drifting because he's he's paying uh, attention. He's trying to look the camera in the eye for some reason instead of paying attention to the, yeah. the sky road. You're like your vlogging technique is not as important. Driver, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's worse than texting. <laughs> every we would lose every Vine star in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> In nine months, if this was Wait, how there's they no had, yeah. left, yeah. like Instagram stars. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but Whatever like the now, people Snapchat. are still there. Snapchat. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, they're still around. Jake Paul is still there. So, Paul, yeah. uh, so again, we we are uh, we are we have our hands tied creatively because mm-hmm. uh, they have no choice but to use stock footage from Back to the Future Two 
of the the DeLorean driving through traffic. Uh, and so it's raining again and it's nighttime. Um, <laughs> so as far yeah, yeah, yeah. as we know, this is what the skyways look like 24 seven. Uh, it's like Blade yeah. Runner. Yeah. Acid rain, yeah. man. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Um, but, uh, we get, we get our first, um, we basically, it, it, doc is introducing us to what we are here at, uh, the Institute of future technology to do. We are in fact, volunteers who have signed up to voluntarily travel one day into the future. Uh, and so, yeah. so that's what we're doing nice. at the Institute of future technology. However, there has been a hiccup because the current whereabouts of Biff Tannen are oh, unknown. Uh, uh, whereabouts or yes. whenabouts <laughs> of uh, Biff Tannen. Um, don't you groan at whenabouts. It's the best thing about writing any time uh, travel yes. thing is that you can say, or when are they? It's, it's perfect. <laughs> don't you dare. Chris. So, so Biff, Biff is missing uh, from 1955. Um, <laughs> I have yes. a question. Uh, How is he missing from 1955? That comes in later. Well, we're going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> Why he, Doc says to us, quote us, that Biff Tannen has gone missing with the authority in his voice that every man, woman, and child knows who Biff Tannen is. <laughs> well, and he keeps a picture of Biff on the, on the, on the back side of his, of his, Doc Brown's most yeah. wanted. Like, I don't think I don't think eighty percent of the population know like who El Chapo is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they so just I don't know the idea really that he'd be like Biff is missing and every like oh no. Yeah. Well, well and, and not to mention the fact lie. that Biff Tannen is alive in 1991 as like yeah. a human being, like a like a 55 year old <laughs> human being. Yeah, we see that he lives until 2015, right. at least. Yeah. yeah. So he's yeah. alive. He's like, what, what is he yeah. talking about me for? <laughs> yeah, right I'm right here. Right. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so he says uh, that. So, okay. So, so I just, I uh, first, okay, we need it. We're, we're going to end up talking about this a lot, but oh, the, the concept of Biff Tannen being the villain of this piece and Doc being mm -hmm. the hero. Now, now originally the Why? well here's what ha well, here's Please. what the concept was. So the concept was that they didn't want Marty McFly to play a major role in the ride because you are supposed to be Marty McFly as the writer. Um so they sure. you know you, they don't want him involved. They did invite him in as a like he, they wanted him on board as a cameo appearance and he was going to be uh Doc's uh lab assistant. Um and so like throughout <laughs> these videos like Marty was going to like try stuff out and you know be like okay doc like you know whatever they like, let him be dr mcfly like he's in residency <laughs> that would have been cool getting his, getting his phd yeah. um yeah. but yeah so uh but obviously michael j fox turned that down um hell no yeah so, hell no i'm no not surprise doing that there. the uh as we talked about yesterday the original concept for the ride was that it was einstein in the delorean in the ride that you would be chasing down and, oh, and trying, to, that's trying to catch that's great 
Um, Yay. And then uh, they abandoned that because they realized that they couldn't, they couldn't really make it make sense. Like why he was hopping through time. Um, It's a, it's a theme park ride. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they, they, they had trouble with it. So uh, they decided against Einstein and then it was going to be a lot of test dogs. (laughs) <laughs> and then it was going to be an evil Doc Brown from the alternate 1985. Would um, he have a goatee? Oh my God, yeah, I, I assume so. I mean, oh why God, wouldn't he? Please, right? though. Uh, please. He was going to have uh, Doc's hair, but it was going to be uh, it was going to be jet black. But like, oh, God. okay. Oh, <laughs> or they could have just had him go as like uh, Uncle Fester. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or the bad guy from Search for Spock. So then it was, it was Ooh, actually, Judge Doom. <laughs> it was actually the writer of the ride who decided that, it, you know, you have a perfectly good villain right there. People are coming to this ride because they want something that they are comfortable with and they know. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's, let's go with, That's with Biff. Um, yeah, so, I, mean, yeah, I mean, it is a ride. It's not like a, it doesn't have to be a fully developed, like dark yeah, night level. Yeah sequel i guess you know right exactly but it clearly Um, should be and and yes that would be be great for us of course this ride brought to you by christopher nolan (laughs) and of course the writer of uh the ride was none other than peyton reed the director of ant-man oh Uh, what oh what yep what yeah he wrote this ride that's great Um, and down with love and down with love and down with love and bring it on yeah, bring it on. Oh. Shout out to Gabrielle Union. Listen, shout out, shout out. Uh, I thought we were the and writers of the ride. We're... <laughs> no, <laughs> right, writers, right, Sorry. writer. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> 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 Had to be done. Onward. Or when are we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Excelsior. Doc on the march. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, it's so good. This is the best part, I think. So this is this is <laughs> this is uh, black and white uh, footage of mm-hmm. in in what what's interesting is this footage. Okay, so this was not none of this was directed by Zemeckis, but I mm-hmm. swear to you, Zemeckis must have rode this ride and was so enamored with this <laughs> that he eventually just remade it all as Forrest Gump. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I was I was gonna say that like how much. Like how how much more before this before the Forrest Gump stuff was this because like that technology of like putting him into the old footage I was like that seems awfully familiar. This is four yeah, years like prior years. to Forrest Gump. Four years. You can almost imagine like like Douglas Trumbull who who directed the ride and Zemeckis like hanging out. Well, and Trumbull just kind of Trumbull like, you directed know, Trumbull directed the ride. He didn't direct any of this stuff. Oh, okay. So like we're watching this in 1990. <laughs> Why does it? I mean, look aesthetically, I'm all about it. But <laughs> why is it a 1940s <laughs> Yeah, like did they? Did they? Is it like a Sin City situation where they just wanted it to look like that, or like did they actually I film? Know. I don't. So I yes, don't, it doesn't. Make Who is sense. this for? Who okay, in the in the world of the, <laughs> the Institute of Future Technology? Yeah, but so like, the employees just have to watch this. Yeah, I think, I, every morning. I, I think it's okay. <laughs> so what their boss did. So I think I think it is meant to be sort of Mark like Mark is going on vacation. It's supposed to be it's supposed to be, you know, like a throwback to um like the World's Fair. The oh, World's yeah. Fair, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Howard mm-hmm. Hughes is working on his Bruce Goose and his He went dude, back in time, stole a camera from from the World's Fair, brought it back yeah. to, you know, 90 and he films mm-hmm. this well and he brought it with him to his various it's adventures. Fine. Yeah, yeah uh, I mean, like, so, he's trying to highlight the the novelty of traveling through time, so why not yes. make the presentation of it old time? Uh less like, less yeah. less mailed and David De- DeVos uh directed the pre-show f- footage. Nice. Well, God bless yeah. them and keep them. Yeah. So, because <laughs> this is yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah. So the first amazing thing to happen. <laughs> uh, well, for I, I do want to just shout out. We get a really great, like old timey, like portrait photograph of Doc. That's great. That is would definitely be like the one that's like 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 over his tomb or like on the cover of Life magazine, like mm-hmm. when he dies. It's what like kids yeah. will hang in their dorm room instead of an Einstein with his tongue hanging out. Like that's yeah the- yeah yeah uh, yeah well uh, and before that I just love that shot of just of just calendar days just flying into the ether oh it's so- um <laughs> which is pretty great uh, but yeah we get uh, he meets Thomas Edison one of his heroes uh, and gets him to sign a giant light bulb sign my giant light bulb here I was fanboying out during all of <laughs> <laughs> you got to meet Thomas Edison. Finally. Uh, yeah. This is so... I'm so proud of him. I am deeply, deeply concerned about his just like, you know... Effect on the timeline? Yeah, cavalier approach to like keeping the timeline. I don't care about the universe. Like, Whee! Like, hey, man, I want to be a Kitty Hawk. Screw it. Screw it. I'm there. It's so, fun. Good so like, I so like when he's a kid growing up, he like watches all this footage of like his heroes and he's like, man, that guy sure does look like dad. <laughs> I have to imagine that at some point he cracked the code of traveling through time without worrying about the butterfly effect. Like that there has yeah. to be some something that he figured out because this yeah, this breaks every rule of the universe uh, that we w- was established <laughs> you know, in these three films. Like when you travel back in time, you were accessing like a reflection of what happened and not the reality. Yeah. I don't know something. In uh, in Animorphs, there's this whole thing with the time matrix. The time matrix because their version of like an all powerful uh, machine that can travel through time and like warp reality. Where is it anything uh, like the Transformers Matrix of Leadership? Kind of yeah. Where in in entering into use of it, it has a protective loop already on your personal time frame that you can extend to other things. So you could in theory like set the time matrix to retain the original timeline and you just do a little loop out and back so that that, was that- universe <laughs> is destroyed at the end of your little oh. trip. Was, was that, that horse beigeier technology or was that acolyte technology? That was, it's it's bigger. It's like the elder, it's like a like more than andalites. I don't remember. It's been a while since I read it. But okay. it, it was my favorite of the like megamorphs books because they get to like go to the battle what? of Agincourt and like mess around with French soldiers and get stabbed with swords and stuff. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I liked the, I was like that idea of that just by default using the time machine even if you are trying to change normal time frame, it'll at least protect your personal timeline so that you can't kill like your great grandpa or something. But okay. that there was a version that you could go time traveling and just like that nothing you did would last. Like that person wouldn't remember that they met you or anything mm. like that. Um, nice. So maybe, maybe Doc did that. Maybe, that makes sense. Maybe. Yeah. The next person that uh, Doc meets uh, are the Wright brothers uh, in which he is just the Wright brothers cheerleader as he watches them uh, take flight for the first time. And he shouts, it worked, it worked, which I find really charming because, yeah, because he knows it works, but he's so wrapped up in the moment, you know? Yeah. It's I like, love it, that. it reminds me of like Adam Savage, like 
like building something out of a kit and he already knows how it's going to look, but he builds it and then like is so excited. Yeah. I don't know if you guys. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. That's sort of oh, thing. yeah. His oh, stuff yeah. is great. Yeah. It's just there's that like raw enthusiasm for the thing you already know, but you're just so excited about yeah. science. Like, ah, Nick, you ah, need to you need to introduce this next segment. I, I, I can't do it justice. <laughs> OK, so Doc meets with Albert Einstein. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh the guy, the newsreel guy makes a joke about them both having awesome hair. And um and then Doc picks up from under behind under the camera, he picks up Einstein. The dog. And holds up uh. the dog, the dog Einstein. And hold and holds up Einie to introduce himself to Albert Einstein. So Einstein and Albert Einstein. <laughs> Can, can, canonically have met yeah and presumably I, because i need a good dog they shook hands and my favorite <laughs> and my favorite part of it is that uh the the footage that they use uh albert einstein never makes eye contact with doc until he picks up the dog <laughs> oh yeah it's amazing he's always just looking kind of away from doc's direction yeah and then when he holds up einstein he's like oh he kinda, is that like, a dog <laughs> Was that the dog? Oh. <laughs> I do love dog. Oh, <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then this uh, next bit with Richard Nixon, which is I, I like oh. that bit. That's that's a highly amusing bit. Yeah, it's in there. Yeah. <laughs> what is this how, speech? How is, this a, is this a, spe- a specific speech that Nixon is is doing, uh, Chris? I, I, I don't know. I didn't have a chance to look it up. Okay. Like the location looks like something I should recognize. I wish I. I knew better, but uh, that that seems like something I should recognize. <laughs> so uh, why why did he if he <laughs> if he doesn't he, he wanted to go me, witness the most tragic presidency of the of, of our modern times? Yeah, like why is he there? He doesn't look like he wants like Kitty Hawk, incredible Einstein, of course, but like. I don't. It was just like it was. It's funny. It's so funny seeing Doc Brown like roll his eyes and do like the jerk off motions. Like, <laughs> can you believe this clown? Oh, ah, boy. Worst president ever. No one could ever. Oh. But it is kind of like, why is he? And why is he behind the? There's a big difference between. Okay, Kitty Hawk was in a field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. The Edison thing, it looked like it was like a bunch of people were there. Some some park or something. Yeah, some kind of party yeah, or the, something. Yeah. The Einstein thing, okay, that's a little weird because it looks like it's like a presentation. This is a a speech from the president <laughs> of the United States. He's he's like in in the camera view. I think I think Doc has become a man in black too, because he's wearing like a black suit and a, a oh, high yeah. white white shirt. I mean G-Man. Yeah, he's he's become. Yeah. Oh, I I literally a man of black. Maybe that's how he got in there. Like, no, I'm with the Secret Service. It's okay, guys. Yeah, it's fine. It's oh fine. My God, I would watch fine. that movie so hard though. Like Doc Brown, Men in Black. Yeah. Oh my God, with aliens and yeah. stuff. Please, please. <laughs> oh my God, but Marty has to be his. J- oh my God, Agent M. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, oh, and we know, that. and we know from the Universal, uh, from the Universal video, what my reaction to aliens yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. When he's he's ET land. He took me to his home planet where I was the extraterrestrial. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> so good. Oh. I fell in love. 
out of this world. <laughs> Those out of this world. Uh, and then finally, oh, and then meets- we get my favorite, yeah. my favorite bit of this whole thing, uh, <laughs> which is the Beatles. Uh, Doc meets the Beatles. He takes a picture of them and he says, let it be. It's <laughs> <laughs> just... To, to uh, 1964, the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without any context. Uh, he, gave them, <laughs> he gave them an idea. Uh, Imagine all the strawberry fields yesterday, let it be. <laughs> which is, which is, which is very forest gun. Uh, uh, it's like a regular octopus's yeah, garden out here, gun. huh? <laughs> Let's all hop in our yellow submarine. <laughs> Also, like that's his favorite Beatles. I don't. That's a that's a good one, but I don't know if that's anyone's favorite Beatles. Song, oh, I I could see it being his. I guess yeah. yeah, yeah. Let it yeah, let it be. True. That's his whole. I'm pretty sure a lot of people have. That's yeah. his whole philosophy. Don't on time travel. Let let don't the, mess with yeah, it. Let the timeline be. be. Yeah. When both be. my parents die in a fire. <laughs> let it be. <laughs> Collect <laughs> the paychecks later. <laughs> let it be. <laughs> Uh, when you get shot by Libyans, let it be. <laughs> or don't, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe maybe buy a bulletproof vest. Cause, maybe not that time. Yeah, maybe not. That that might be the one time to not. <laughs> Stop your own death is the is the theme of the day. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it means the people. Return... <laughs> yeah, it's great. It, it, we return to the hover cam and we get more of uh, 2015 Doc telling us a little bit more about, about Biff's um, gone missing. Yeah. He's, he's now walking he through uh, 2015 Hill Valley, which is yes, amazing. Yes. Yeah, this we see is... the Texaco again. Oh. We see, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Uh, we see a female police officer that I'm going to choose to believe is either Officer Reese or Foley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got to be. <laughs> now, I I don't have anywhere near the knowledge of the f- franchise that you guys do have. So, like, when were they shooting Part Two? Was that around this time? Because, yeah, like this is so meticulously recreated i would like have to assume they just used it like while they were shooting part two yeah yeah otherwise i can't imagine the scale of well, trying because, to do this again because they they would have uh i mean they would have feel, i i don't think they would have tore any of this down uh yet because they didn't need to tear it down for, for uh yeah for yeah, part three they they built that hill valley elsewhere out in the desert um, right. So right. they probably just kept all this up until somebody needed this back lot again. Right. It was still up when uh, when they needed it here. Do you guys see the guy in the orange pants behind uh, b- behind? I don't. Uh, Doc, as he's sort of like pointing to the camera and starting to back up toward uh, Blast from the Past. To uh, uh-huh. yeah. there's a guy in orange pants, and he has like. A thing strapped to his head. It looks like a what is that? A monkey wrench, like just strapped to his head. Yeah, just, just a spanner. Yeah, why not? You guys see this? It's 2015. You can do whatever it you want. It looks like a. It kind of looks like a gun. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of looks like a laser gun. It's a skull gun. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it looks like a rail gun that's like attached to his forehead. Yeah, this this fashion, by, uh, Neil Stevenson, the, the, but skull the fashion in in this section, though, you know that guy's head, uh, notwithstanding, uh, uh-huh. the fashion in this is way more um, sort of like grounded than actually in Back to the Future Part Two in the movie. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. 
There's one guy who's just like dressed like Morty, and that's it. Yeah, like <laughs> right. like a yellow shirt and brown pants. That's all. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we get another uh, clip show because uh, you know Doc says that mm-hmm. wherever they don't know where Biff is, uh, he's just missing from 1955. But wherever he is, he's probably out to uh, you know kind of change the future to his advantage. Now, here's what's interesting about this. Biff from 1955 is missing, not Biff from 2015, Biff from 1955, <laughs> who had no idea that he was visited by himself from the future. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dang. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dang. So how would this he old know? guy told me if I ever saw, <laughs> I should kill you. Yeah. <laughs> also, also Doc absolutely steals this almanac and throws it away. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just walks into a store and he's like, this thing that you've got on display in your antique shop. And he walks it. in, grabs it, and throws it away. That is grabs incredible. it out of the window, yeah. goes around the corner, and throws it away. Amazing. Which, out of you know, sight, out of mind. Considering it's an object in 2015, it, it's, just a, it's just an almanac. It has no significance whatsoever. Yeah. Not in this time period. No, right. they don't care. No, you just, just killed a book for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> but we, but we do. We get this. We get this clip show of, of like showing like what he did in the in in Back to the Future Part Two to sort of uh, you know get a taste of uh, what his deal is as a villain. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, although you know it only happened once. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Biff Tannen, super villain. Yeah. Um, I do like the note, the the bit where uh, where he starts to walk away and then goes and checks the door that Biff came out of and took the almanac <laughs> out of the trash. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go check in on that, make sure he's not in there. Um, and then we get this nice little Easter egg where he's talking about uh the Zemeckis yes! Gale diagram. Ah, that's charming. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. which is uh, nice. which is pretty good. What is now? What, what is the what is the Zemeckis uh, Gale diagram? What was the concept behind it? It's like uh, it was like about telling what where you were from in time. Man, I don't even remember. Uh, yeah, it was super, yeah, it was it was super. I'd have to go back and watch it again. Yeah, he he sped through it really fast because it was really just to get to the Gale Zemeckis diagram. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, all the kids really chuckled their little asses off. And laughed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, and then uh, you know he's basically says uh, he's like yeah. So again, we're gonna we're gonna you're gonna travel one day in the future. Never mind all that Biff stuff I was just talking about. You're gonna travel <laughs> one day into the future. But if you're still in line one day in the future, don't talk to yourself. <laughs> don't say hi. Uh, don't say hi. You just met the Beatles. You're still in line. You know, let it be. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I went back and checked, and the only thing they say prior to the Zemeckis scale diagram is just like information from the future must not be used uh, inappropriately or whatever. And then he holds up. Oh. Uh, Zeme- he says, as shown by. And then I guess it's like a cataclysmic event or something that's on the graph or something. But yeah, it's not oh, really explained very well. Okay. Yeah. Don't right, abuse info enough. from the future, guys. Kids. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, I, I wanted to say, I, I'm just, 
astonished by how good Christopher Lloyd is in this section because it's one yeah. long giant bit of explain, explain, explain shenanigans. And he is just mm-hmm. like he always is so animated and so crisp in all of his like, you know, choices and whatnot. I just watched this bit of like, oh, I got to like come and do this like BS promotional thing for a theme park ride. And he just commits to it. So, uh huh. Oh, yeah, I love it. I mean, between this and the Universal thing, I think these are the reasons why they they added the live action uh, bookends to the animated series. Sure, yeah, you know, because they were like, yeah, he can just talk to a camera and nail it, uh, and you could be totally enamored by him. Um, <laughs> like, I think that was the only reason I ever watched that cartoon when I was a kid sure. was just to see the Christopher Lloyd bits. <laughs> He's so good. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I, real I, never good. Got to, I never got to watch the cartoon because it was, um, I think it was running while I was in Germany and we had the one, we had Armed Forces Network, the one channel in English and they didn't run it, so. Oh. Wow. Well, you didn't miss much. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless you, unless you want to see an Einstein that is capable of uh, walking around and driving I mean, a car. You know, I. I don't know. I kind of enjoyed the Police Academy cartoon. Little, you know, nine-year-old me probably would have enjoyed this too. Yeah, fair enough. Um, well, uh, I, I, that's 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 the end of the the footage that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have we'll have more uh, to talk about with new guests tomorrow. But uh, that's man. it for you guys. Yeah. Oh, we man, made that, it. That, that really made me want to stand around for forty minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd do it. I would go on this ride. Is it, yeah, is it, is it weird that it it makes me want to stand around for 40 minutes? Um, <laughs> absolutely makes me want to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you guys, uh, you guys can get out of the flo- the, the, the Florida heat. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Out. Yeah. Well, thanks for bringing us for the one not fun part of the ride, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, that's like the best whoop, whoop. section is the beginning before you're on the ride. Definitely. Yeah. Well, we're, I mean, the on, the actual on the ride Rides part we're rides, doing buddy. live in Chicago. Oh, so, I mean, you know. yeah, you got to, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's like happening now-ish, right? So that's another thing, uh, kind of back to the future about the whole podcasting shenanigans about between when something is released and when it airs. Mm-hmm. I never know where in time I am when we yeah, talk weird. about this like is this is being released the week after we have already uh recorded oh, our live we will have already done it by the time in fact which is some of what? you listening oh. to this you will have already experienced it even though the version of me oh, talking so to you weird. has not <laughs> my god <laughs> and I, oh, back to the future I, kind of jump ahead that time. <laughs> I hope that time is better than this time anyway <laughs> yeah you never know <laughs> well i'll know in a couple of months yeah that's true yeah, that's true. Like less than a month. Oh, a month? Um, okay, cool. Good. Yeah. yeah. I sure hope <laughs> things change in a month. Because <laughs> yeah. it's it's on uh it's on August twenty sixth and then this is airing the following week. So nice, right. nice. Um, nice. So, yeah. Nice. Um all right. Well, uh thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Uh let's 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 My pleasure. Uh, let's let's do the plugs, hey? Oh, okay. Plugs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Chris, go, go ahead. Go for it, Chris. Okay. Uh, you guys can he- catch us five days a week at uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, where uh, Scott Tofty, the other t- uh, Scott we have, uh, Rachel Gatlin and Adam Sheehan, we all talk about the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute 
uh, and, you know, one minute at a time, which normally I would explain that format. But, you know, anybody listening to this now absolutely knows that format. So um, I don't have any- what part are you what, what, what part of the movie are you on recording wise, not release wise? Uh, recording wise, as of recording this, we are at about minute 60. So we're, uh, nice. they're at, they're, they're oh. in the farm. They're in the farm. Okay. So you've already, you've already gotten past they're my upstate. favorite line in the whole movie. What's your favorite line in the whole movie? Uh, the first day of this college that I went to, uh, I, I didn't have any friends. So like we, I invited some new friends back to my apartment and we were watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and, uh, the part where the taxi driver, uh, <laughs> It's like uh, when like when Raphael walks past him, and he goes, "Hey, you going to LaGuardia?" <laughs> That's, I was on for that line. <laughs> Me yeah. and my friends yeah. would and quote I, that each other for like years. I think that, uh, <laughs> hey, you going to LaGuardia? Yeah, you, that episode will be coming out in a couple of days as of recording this, Beautiful. but will have been weeks ago as of you listening to this. I love it. So many layers. So good. Uh, I'll have to uh, listen to it. Yeah. Yeah, Zach, uh, we do a show. We do, yeah. Scott and I do a, a show weekdays, uh, Spider-Man Minute, where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man by Sam Raimi one minute at a time, and then eventually we'll get to the other Spider-Man movies that are out there. But right now we're in the midst of Sam Raimi. And again, <gasps> you guys are aware of the format, so I don't have to explain that too much. But yeah, you can find it at duelinggenre.com, like like you find TMNT Munit. TMNT minute. Oh, I was I was so close. I was like on a Don't roll there, there without like messing up a T- word. TMNT Munich <laughs> is a very different. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Wait, oh, but I would oh. watch that movie. Wait, oh, no. sorry, dude. To this can't stand. <laughs> we have to go over there and get some revenge. <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! god please! Oh god! Though. The only blood I care about is Jewish blood. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. But also, that gets back to the thing we said at the beginning of the thing. I'm going to be on that podcast, too. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Which minute? What are Chris's minutes? Have those been aired? Uh, Bridge bridge stuff. Bridge stuff. stuff. Bridge stuff. Right. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because we're like around the 70-ish, 75-minute mark right now. Release wise, well, uh, by, by the time no, by the time, oh, by the time this, this comes out, yeah, by the time this comes out, we'll be, <gasps> we'll be no, we'll be past minute ninety. We'll be past so 90. We'll be three quarters of the way through, yeah, and we'll have probably recorded Chris's minutes already, but they will not have come out yet. So when mm-hmm. when this comes I'm, out, Chris, uh, when we're recording it, Chris has not recorded. When it comes out, he will have recorded, but you won't be able to hear it because his episode that he already recorded won't come out for a while in the future you're already living in, which is not far enough in the future to hear. Chris's minute nailed it. Yeah, God. nailed it. Okay, thinking um, fourth dimensionally is so hard. <laughs> also, uh, also, if you really want to get uh, <laughs> fourth dimensionally about it, um, Nick and I have another podcast. Uh, we have the Cornetto Minute, yeah. which uh, is our our kind of second podcast because you know this this show that you're listening to now is over forever on Friday. <laughs> um, huh. It's it's Except done. For the part it's where gone. it exists in a bubble that it can be listened to at any time. Correct. That is very outside true. time now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but but Nick and I will be doing uh, Cornetto Minute, starting with Shaun of the Dead, and that'll be a daily show in uh, in in October. But before that, right now, you can go subscribe to that uh, podcast, the Cornetto Minute. You can Woo-hoo! subscribe to it wherever you want, and you can listen to us talk about the TV show Spaced. Uh, we're talking about every episode, and episodes of the podcast come out every other day. So there's 14 episodes of Spaced, and we're talking about it over the course of 28 days. 
Oh. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh. Then 28 days later, you'll start Shaun of the Dead. Hey! Yep. Hey! That's amazing. Oh. That is pretty amazing. I wish. <laughs> where were you when we were trying to market this thing, Chris? <laughs> Asleep. Yeah, yeah probably. Um, so anyway, uh, lots of lots of things. Uh, you know, yeah. lots of things happening going down at the duelinggenre.com. So go check all of that stuff out. And uh, guys, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, uh, Zach for the third time, Chris for the fourth time. Woo! Yep, well done. A lot yeah. of fun. I can't yeah. fun ride. Oh, I think I'm out. You keep pulling me back in. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow with uh, more cue footage. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.